Hi, I'm Jana Hocking, and this is Kinda Sorta Dating, the podcast that is sorta, kinda, about dating. So, have you ever been talking to someone, and all of a sudden you've had a random thought that maybe they're into you? Sometimes you can't even put your finger on what tipped you off, but there's something in the vibe that gives you that message. Well, that's exactly what professional dating coach Jacob Lucas analyzes. He looks into the small signs and factors that display affection and attraction. His TikTok regularly shares short bites of dating wisdom, and thanks to the new dating app Fitify, he joins me on the podcast all the way from England to share all. Welcome, Jacob. Hey, thank you so much for having me, and hello Australia, all the way from here in the UK. <laughs> I think we've got your weather today because it's raining and miserable. So, <laughs> what did you do in England now? We don't care anymore. It's like, oh, it's raining, never mind. <laughs> it's so different. So I did the biggest deep dive into your TikTok and it okay. felt like a dive into a man's brain and how you lot <laughs> think because I'm constantly going, what the fuck? In fact, I just got off a phone conversation with a friend and now we'll – figuring out whether this guy is into her or not. And literally the whole conversation was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What does that mean? What the fuck? <laughs> so I actually told her to go look at your TikTok because it's so good at explaining, you know, why we date and subtle signs and all that genius wisdom that you've got. So I wanted to find out because you specialize in body language. What are some of the signs our dates give off through their body language that proves that they're into us? Okay, so um, I've mentioned this one a few times before, but this one always amazes people and it's so ubiquitous everywhere. So, so this is really random. Um, so a lot of people, what they do is, I went viral for this as well, because everyone's like, I do that. So what they do is um, people will slowly scratch the back of their hands, make it very slowly, not fast. If it's fast, it means anxiety. If it's slow, it means they find you attractive or they scratch their collarbone very slowly. The reason they do this goes back to eight days. So it's evolutionary, psychology, boy language, etc. So back in eight days, we used to obviously groom to build social bonds. And that's still hardwired into our head today. So when we see something we like, we slowly scratch ourselves. And basically, basically what it means is an invitation to groom that person on a subconscious level. But this, we're obviously not going to go around grooming each other. But on a subconscious <laughs> level, we want people to groom each other uh, for building a social bond. So if somebody is slowly scratching the back of their hand around you, their cheeks one as well, or their collarbone, it means they find you attractive. Now, when I learned that, I was like, that, that can't be real. That's that, nah, doesn't exist, right? I looked for it and I was and I went on dates with people and they started doing it. And I said to them at the time, what were you thinking basically? And they thought, oh, I found you attractive. I thought you were hot. And they were scratching the back of their hand. And I noticed it every single time throughout the years, and it's been right every single time. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god, I'm obsessed with that. Like, I literally want to go on a date now <laughs> to just oh, see if they're it's scratching. More, it's more prominent in women, but men do do it as well. Wow, I read somewhere that if they like follow your cues, so if you have your you know elbow on the table resting your head on your hand, and they do yeah. that. Like they mirror you and that's a sign that they're into you. Is that yeah, a thing? Mirrors one, yeah, mirrors one as well. Um, I think mirroring can be like really obvious as well. It's such an easy one to see. So you can even test it. I would say with a drink. So if you're having a drink with somebody, you pick up your drink, take a sip of it, put it down. If that person instantly does it after, 
chances are they're, they're, they're subconsciously mirroring you. You could do it with little things as well. Like you could, again, put your hand on your on your head. If they start doing it, then chances are they're mirroring you because they find you attractive. It's really, that's, that's a real big one. That's a really interesting one, actually. Wow. That's a good one. I went on a date with a guy on Sunday and he kept playing with his hair. Like it was weird. He kept like yeah. flicking his fringe and I thought that was just something <laughs> girls did. No, that's but a that as well. It's that's, a guy see, thing as well. It's myself doing it to people. I'm like, oh, fine, she's hot. And I was like, <laughs> what I do is, I don't know if people can see me right now, but I, I grab, I, I um, pull back my hair a little bit as in like with my hand. That's like, exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I hope you and this that went viral as well. Funny enough, but yeah, mm. guys will do that as well. But guys don't really twiddle their hair. Girls tend to twiddle their hair, and guys yeah. tend to, um, you know, put a hand through their hair and do that. That is a grooming thing. Yet again, uh, a bit like the hand thing, it's grooming to um, make yourself look better for the other person. Super. That's an easy, easy one um, to recognize as well. So if somebody starts playing with their hair in front of you, guy or girl, chances are they find you hot. My God, I'm obsessed with that. Yay. Well, he did ask me on a second date. So that's, a, that's also a good sign. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Where are you going to go? He wants to cook me dinner at his house. Now, here's my question, actually. This is a totally personal question. Um, if they invite you to the house on a second date, am I being paranoid or does he just want to get me in the sack? He wants to get you in a sack. Yes, I knew that. When was the first day? We went to a pub and then that pub closed. So then we went to like a cocktail bar. Okay. So pub cocktail bar is cool, right? On the nice first date. But second day, that's always a third date. So it's a seduction location. The house is a seduction location, basically, for sex, obviously. So yes. when you meet each other, you get attraction and you build a bit of comfort with these different places like bars and restaurants, whatever. And seduction always goes back to the home, doesn't it? So mm-hmm. 100%, he's thinking in his head, I'm going to make her nice food and then we're going to have sex. 100%. Right? <laughs> I guarantee you, if we go on that date for a ex- social experiment, you'll see I'm right or we'll make a move. 100%. Listen, guys, I'll take it for the team and I'll go on the date. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the listeners. (laughs) We'll take a break here and then we'll talk about the physical signs that show someone isn't into you. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Um, so what are some signs, body language signs that they're not into you? Not into you. Okay. Uh, legs is a big one. Legs. So if you're uh, talking to somebody and they, they turn their legs away from you, I can't obviously show you now because my legs are under the table, uh, but if they turn their legs away from you, that's a real bad sign. Say if they're like, um, say we chat to a, a woman and she has her legs at a 45 degree angle to you, but her shoulders are pointing towards you. That's not a bad sign. That's quite neutral, but if you're chatting to a guy and then he turns his legs away from you, it's a little bit different uh, than a lady, um, means he's usually not interested because men are usually more forward with that. The big one as well is the shoulders. Again, if someone's engaged with you, even if the legs are pulling away, their shoulders will be pointing at you. If they turn to the side a little bit, it's quite a dismissive thing to do. 
And even if I'm looking at you now, I'm straight on. If I just turn my thing like that, it doesn't really feel as, you know, intimate, does it? It's not Talking. as engaged. Yeah. No, exactly. That's uh, that's a big one as well. Feet as well. Um, people's feet, they don't want to talk to you. Their feet will point towards an exit. Naturally, people's feet point towards an exit. And you just see their shoes just, or feet, should I say, um, just, just slowly do this all the time. So, yeah. That's, um, that, that's probably what I would say if you're talking to somebody face-to-face uh, for boy language is to see if they're doing dismissive stuff that's turning away from you and not engaging in you. That's what I would they say. They want to run I to the exit. Angry boy language. I can tell you lots of angry body language as well. Yeah, tell, so yeah, tell me that. If you're pissing somebody off, right? Yeah. So this one went viral. It's micro body language, like little soul cues. So what they do is their, their, their cheek will twitch. Now, I've noticed myself there's a lot or whatever when you're getting frustrated or annoyed, the cheek will twitch very slowly underneath the eye like that. That's a real sign of aggravation. If you see someone start doing that, you're, you're, you're annoying them. Then it's very subtle. And I put this online and a lot of people say they recognize their teenagers do this quite a lot. So yeah. they talk to teenagers like, my teenager does that when, when I'm telling them off. A little twitch, um, a big one, it's a tongue in the mouth. If they run their, t- their tongue over their teeth like that when they're talking to you and they haven't got food in their mouth, a lot of the time, if the subject is a little bit like, um, you know, treacherous, shall we say, and they run their teeth along their mouth, that's a real bad sign of aggression. That's a real bad sign of aggression. It could be under lips or it could be um, visually right in front of your face. But the reason they do that is because it's a subconscious thing saying, my teeth are weaponry, you're pissing me off. Uh-huh. And we do it naturally. We do it naturally. Wow. If you think about yourself, have you ever done that? Like, gonna happen? Like, you know. Oh my god, I do that all the time, and I do it on Zooms because I'm always angry on Zooms because I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do it. Do you know what I mean? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. I, oh my god, I've never it's noticed that I'm actually. It's like you. One is yeah. when you push a tongue, like your tongue into your cheek. If someone does that. Mm. I do that when I'm getting really annoyed. I put my tongue into my cheek right? oh, and you push God. it because that's, a, that's basically an outlet of your, it's a, like your energy, if you will. It's an outlet of energy and you're trying yeah. to conceal it as well. Um, that's an imploder <laughs> when it does that. He's, it means the fight is coming. It means the fight is coming. Right. So if you've got a boyfriend and he starts doing that, oh, be prepared. You're going to have a Barney tonight. You're going to have a nightmare. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Hey, I just thought of something. What does it mean if their knee is constantly bouncing? Because oh, I went on a, a date with a guy the other day and his knee was going madly. That's a real good question. That happens all the time. That's anxiety. Mm. Um, it can be anger, but 99% of the time it's anxiety. Um, again, because anything like that, like tapping like that with your fingers or like tapping your chair, whatever it would be, or bouncing the knee, um, all the foot's a big one. A lot of people do that as an outlet for, for nervous energy. So your nervous energy running through your body, and it's like, like that with something. And also as well, the reason why we do stuff that's repetitive, like bounce our leg or whatever, is because repetition is, um, is common to the brain. Repetition is very common to the brain. Um, so if I go like, I don't know, if I go tap, 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 tap that's relaxing to my brain. And that's why we naturally do that as well. So there's two reasons. Oh, no, my that's God. Cool, oh, my God. I'm this is like, it's like an open book for your dating world now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like the matrix, isn't it? Like the matrix is opened. 
it's like they're telling us everything without telling us. And we've just gone. So instead of walking away from a date going, what the fuck? We can actually be like, well, he had anxiety because he's like, he was probably a bit nervous because his knee was tapping, but then he got over it because his feet started to face the door or he was into me (laughs) because he was playing with his hair. Honestly, I always tell people learn body language because it's, because what people say and what they mean don't always mean the same thing. Not mm. all the time. Because people say some silly things when they don't mean to. But yeah. your body never, ever lies. Whereas oh you, you can lie. But you're a very skilled person if you can lie with your body. Very skilled. But yeah. people can't usually. So uh, people's mouths can lie, but their body can. So, um, yeah, honestly, I always say everybody, learn the boy language. It's like a matrix. And it's easy. Dating becomes 100 times easier. Yeah. Do you have a partner? Do I, 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 I'm dating at the minute, um, recently single, but, but dating. Yeah. Right. Actively dating. Are you, do like your dates get nervous around you? Because if I went on a <laughs> date with you, I would be so paranoid about what I was doing. Why, why would you be paranoid? Like that's interesting. I get a lot of people say this, but why would you be paranoid? I would be paranoid because I'd be overthinking, like, what yeah. are my hands doing? Did I just flick my hair? Because a girl still wants to give a bit of mystery. And it turns yeah. out we're actually pretty hopeless at it. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. So I always feel like this. Everyone said, like, I'd be intimidated and date. Nah, it's the other way around for me. Not so much intimidation. I've got the pressure on me. I'm the dating coach. If I, give a bad, if I give the bad date. So it doesn't matter. If I go on a date with somebody who's not a dating coach, if we have a bad date, never mind, you know, it's what is on to the next. For me, that's my credibility to get tumble. <laughs> and then the girl's yeah, going, he was rubbish. Yeah, and then the text that mate put me on Twitter, well, Twitter, like, that guy sucks. Oh, I have to do full disclaimers now because I'm a dating columnist. So I have to be Ooh. like, I promise that I won't talk about this date. And that's, yeah. that's, that's worse for me. That would be worse because I'm thinking... I'm, I'm not going to ever tell. I'm really private. My private life, I don't tell no one nothing. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, you stone. Oh, I'm the opposite. But, but, but some people know that. But your, that's your thing is talk about your <laughs> dates and stuff, isn't it? Oh, that's, yes. that's intimidating. That is intimidating. Okay. That was one of my questions because on okay. TikTok, you you explained that men are intimidated by successful or motivated women. Absolutely. Now, I might be up myself, but then now I'm going – well, did that guy not text me back because I'm motivated? Like, why why, why do men think like that? This is a horrible bit of psychology that I hate. I hate this because it's, it's, it's ubiquitous for men. I would, I'd probably say like nine out of ten men feel like this. It takes a very high value or confident man to uh, to not, you know, be affected by this. So I like, I like my philosophy. I like my philosophy into it. And I was reading Socrates the other day and it made a good point, which I didn't think of like this. So you've got three tiers of ways for people's thinking, right? The bottom tier is like gain. So basically like your sex, your food, blah, 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 all that stuff. Your second tier, that's like, you know, um, instant gratification of like things that and desires that feel good. Second tier is like your honor, your ambition, blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff, right? Top tier is just the people who pursue knowledge. They don't care about anything. They don't care about the honor or whatever. Just pursue knowledge, and that's how they get, you know, to the top tier. Anyway, so I'm not digressing. This was my point. So a lot of people don't reach that top tier. They were stuck in the bottom or the middle, right? It takes a very special individual being that top tier. Anyway, uh, so a lot of people 
lot lot of people like that instant gratification. So that the, the lot of people are on that bottom tier of the game. There's one that desires fulfilled, and that could be gratification from other people. And that's where jealousy um, comes into play as well. When somebody else gets it, they're going to start feeling a lot more jealous because they don't have that um, that that next tier of being ambitious or that honor. You know, because that is a high tier still, but they don't have mm-hmm. that there. They're still stuck in there, so they're going to feel a lot of jealousy. Whereas the second tier don't really feel jealousy that much because let's say you're ambitious, you're going to start thinking, um, you know, if a friend does really well, you'll be happy for them, won't you? You'd be like, yeah, that's of awesome. course, yeah. Even that bottom tier, you're not into that. But the top tier don't care about any of that. So we'd take that person out of it. Um, but a lot of people like to be better than other people. Again, because the majority of people just want that gain and not the middle ground. Um, so when they see somebody doing better than them, the jealousy comes up. It's basically, they don't think of it like, oh, okay, that's awesome. Like she must have worked really hard. They think, why haven't I got this? Like a lot of society is pressurizes men all the time to be the best they can be. Ever since school, that's why you get tested all the time and all that crap. It's horrible, right? Mm. And if you're not if you're not getting top marks, you're rubbish. You're done, right? And that's hammered into men throughout the ages or whatever. So when a woman comes along who's better than them, they think, what's wrong with me? I'm jealous of her. I don't like to talk to her because it makes me reflect on myself more. And when I reflect on myself more, I don't know what I look like. I don't like what I see. So a lot of people, a lot of men, should I say, like to date women who aren't as accomplished as them because it makes them feel superior to them. And that's really sad. That's a really, really sad mentality, I think, isn't it? But wow. know, most of my clients, well, I actually I'll pretty much say I don't know any of my clients who aren't. I say all my clients um, are high achieving and they have, all have the same story. Like guys get really intimidated by them. And I'm like, that's that's not your fault. That's not your fault at all. It's, it, all it all goes through like foundation society. So yeah, it, yeah, you're probably right. If you get the, you get the feel, he's, he's go to you because you because you talked about your job and ambition. He has because of that because he don't want to feel crap about himself. Sad, I, isn't it? It's sad, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, the, thing is, the thing is, once you um once you identify those kind of people straight away, you just get rid of them. They're not even worth it. Like say if you like I don't know, let's say for example, you've got a really um big bonus at work or whatever it could be, or you've done an achievement that you really want to do. And they're not going to support you. That ain't your husband. That is not yes. going to be your husband. Oh my god, that was the guy I was yeah. in my um, lockdown bubble with, and I was oh, getting no, all this happened? cool stuff. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> Had what my lockdown. Well, he, I was like, just all this cool stuff started happening for me, right? Yeah. So you know, my articles got picked up buy more yeah. publications and, um, you know, I, they asked me awesome. to go on this American TV show and it was all, all exciting yeah. and he could never engage. He didn't want to know about it. He like never said congratulations or how did it go or check in, but would like make a point of filling me in on everything he was doing. And I was so excited yeah. for him, but he just, he, he literally just ignored it. That's and sad, then I, it's sad. And it I just sad. went and, and then it made me kind of a bit angry and yep. but I realized with age that you're gonna turn these guys into projects and <laughs> you can't. <laughs> no more projects. Leopard, yep. I always, I'm very firm believer in a leopard don't change its spots because that's been embedded into him so hard throughout society, throughout his upbringing by society. He ain't gonna change. Even myself, I feel like I'm quite successful in what I do. If I talk to a woman about it, 
They're always supportive. But I talk to a guy about it, half of them ain't, they hate it. Wow, and, it's uh, a real, it's, yeah. it's like an alpha thing, isn't it? It's, yeah, I've it's seen like, it in workplaces. People like to be superior. They hate feeling inferior to anybody. And yeah, I'm sorry you went through that because I, I understand how you feel and it's not a nice feeling, is it? Um, yeah. But, um, you start- did you dump him? Mm, oh, okay. This is really bad. I've like, I haven't ghosted him. I'm just slowly like. Ghost him. Get rid of him. He, really? He Get rid of him. Because that's kind yeah. of character. If, you, if you're in a lockdown book with him and you were telling him your achievements and he wasn't supportive or congratu- uh, you know, congratulating you or whatever, Get rid of him. He's toxic. About. I hate that as a character. I hate it. Um, because you should always support your partner no matter what. Always. Like your your success is his success and vice versa. You should be happy and flourishing, not putting each other down. That's the kind of man that will be nasty to you in a relationship. Yes. Oh my God. Because you, you do get a bit. Oh, I love that. Because you get paranoid and you're like, oh, was I showing off or was it too much? But. No, toxic behavior. No, not at all. Let's say, for example, if I was with you and you said, oh, okay, I did this, oh, but let's go for dinner. That's, that's awesome. I'll tell you what, really? that's sick. You know what I mean? 100% women question that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going for the top tier from now on. Top tier or nothing. Top tier or bust. Oh, my God. Let's take another break here and we'll talk about how to stop wasting brain space on toxic people. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts. So you've got a really good tip for getting someone. Actually, this is what I need to know right now. How do you get someone out of your head that you can't stop thinking about? Because I am the queen of overthinking guys that I should not be overthinking about. Okay, so uh, this one is actually easier than what you think it is. Sorry, negative association. So every time they go through your head, let's say you have a boyfriend, right? And you break up and you can't get my head. Let's say the sex with that boyfriend was fun and sometimes they made you laugh and they made you smile or whatever. Now, that's what's going to pop into your head, but you don't think about that stuff. When that pops into your head, you need to train your brain to think of the nasty times because your brain doesn't want to feel horrible things. It wants to feel nice things and that's why it goes into your head these nice feelings. But what you need to do is associate your brain with um, the negative, basically. You need to basically think, okay, that person made me cry, they cheated on me. So every time you put in your head, that's a cheat. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you in your head, they made me cry all the time. All the things like that, you need to boom, boom, do that constantly. And that way, um, your brain will start to stop eventually thinking about that person because to you, there's be someone who's a very low value person instead of someone who has high ca- high value characteristics. You have a low value characteristics. It's actually a lot easier than what you think it is, but it's just knowing how to do it. Just negative associate them with everything you can. Oh my god, that's, that's so easy to do with some of my yeah, exes. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> we just think of the good times, but 
God, so you're quite interesting because you must um, you you broadcast all your relationship stuff online. That's quite brave, isn't it? Yeah, I've had to be careful because otherwise I'll just never get a boyfriend. So I don't. Oh God! Well, apparently, according to um, my star sign, this year's the year. (laughs) I'm a Leo. With oh, so you're proud, you're proud and prideful. Oh, completely massive show offs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got the perfect the job. <laughs> yeah, we don't mind the spotlight. Um, but yeah, I one thing I got told once, which is exactly what you're saying, is write it all down in your phone, like keep it in your notes section, why you broke up. So when they send you that text going, how are you? Or I miss you. You have to go to your notes section and read yeah. all the shit stuff they did to you to kind of remind Absolutely. you that yeah. you don't want Those them back. people as well, when you start popping back up on the scene, they're doing it for a reason. Do you know what I mean? They're naughty. Mm. It, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't because they love you. It's because yeah. they want it. They're horny. Yeah, but we, I, why is it the girls always go, oh, my God, he wants me back? Cue like eight hours later and you're leaving his house after a booty call going, ugh, why did I do it again? <laughs> oh, I love I've been talking about that subject for ages. I love that subject. Can I get um, you on to talk about that subject? Let's give that a whole episode. Booty calls. Yeah, 100%. I oh, my God, I'm, I'm literally going to hold you to that. Okay, my final question is, tell us about this new dating app because I didn't think we needed any more dating apps on this scene, but this one sounds amazing. So Fear Fight is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So basically what it does is it connects people who are sporty and healthy with each other because when you date with somebody, it's nice to have that commonality with somebody, isn't it? And I think, let's say you got one person who goes to the gym and, you know, they, they want to meet somebody who's like-minded, who's healthy. So let's say you're eating at home and you're eating really clean and healthy. And the person you're eating next to you is eating pizza, cake, whatever it is. It's kind of like it doesn't really mesh very well, right? So Fit and Fight, <laughs> it, it, it brings people who are into the gym, sport, and healthy eating all together. I think it's a really good idea because basically what you're doing is you're already um, cutting out people you don't want. Mm-hmm. And going straight to an app with all like-minded people. So that's when um, I, I joined on board with Fit Fight. So I was like, that's actually a really good idea. I like that. Um, so I'm always in the gym myself, like, you know, healthy eating and stuff. So it's like, I can relate. Because as well, say if like a really healthy person and you go on a date with someone who's not into their health and fitness, the person who's unhealthy always questions you and go, why are you doing that? Why are you doing it? It's like, oh, come on. Like, I'm just working out. Like, do you know what I mean? But if you have somebody who... Um, isn't the same thing with you. They're going to be encouraging. They're going to be, you know, cool about it and obviously want to do it with you. So I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Definitely, it's definitely unique. Well, you're all, you're going to have endorphins and you're going to be getting sexier together. So (laughs) that can't hurt either. (laughs) When you get to the gym, you come back and have that sweaty gym sex. Like, you know what I mean? Nothing tops (laughs) it. Nothing tops it. (laughs) Well, Jacob, I have a million more questions, but I am definitely getting you back on to deep dive into the world of booty calls because my name is Jenna Hocking and I am shocking for answering a booty call. So maybe you can help me with that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, completely. To be fair, it's been some of my best nights. However, 
If you want to find a boyfriend, stop answering the booty calls. So I will get you on and we'll go all into that. But I am desperate to go out on a date now and just read their body language. So read that for you. Go through my TikTok and watch all the body language things. And then yes. you can play around with yourself. Just start teasing them, like to do stuff because it's subconscious they pick up. So start doing things and then throw them off to see what happens. And then see their reaction. <laughs> it's so evil and so fabulous (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for joining me and make sure you check out jacob's tiktok i will put it in the notes section of this podcast and um you have been a delight well thank you so much for having me it's been an absolute pleasure Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you rate, subscribe and review so we can bump this little podcast up in the charts. And as always, we'll be back next week with some pretty good dating stories. Until next time. Bye.